0: This is an MVP podcast, My Village Productions.
1: Welcome to Unsolved America, a show where we explore unsolved mysteries throughout the United States. I'm your host, Tiffany.
0: And I'm your host, Andy. And each week we will throw a dart at the map, and wherever it lands is the location of our mystery. This week I landed on South Carolina.
1: Woo whoo. woo! I am so excited to be back, though. Let's start that off. Yes. Like that.
0: Welcome to season two of Unsolved America. You started our first season, so I am starting the second season.
1: You do you. <laughs> I, I hand that over to you.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm excited as well. Not excited for the, like, we cover some pretty heavy stuff
1: mm-hmm. on the for podcast,
0: you. but it's why people like the genre. It's it's there's mystery behind it, right?
1: Well, and also people can hear about different stories. And also we bring this to light. We bring stories that aren't as well known mm-hmm. for each state to light, which I think is really cool even though some might be from like the 40s or yeah. whatever it may be, but it's nice to start talking about yeah. some of these people again.
0: So, usually we do talk about Ones that are a little less unknown. This one, however, just really captured my attention. Mainly because it is, I think, the most talked about unsolved case in South Carolina. Okay. I don't want to say popular. That sounds weird. That's how it was categorized online was the most popular.
1: I wonder why it's popular.
0: There's a lot of mystery around it. Ooh. We don't know really what happened. Clearly. Unsolved America. (laughs) (laughs) So... The case that I'm going to discuss today is about a young woman named Dale Dinwiddie. Dinwiddie. Dinwiddie.
1: Oh. With an
0: N, not an M.
1: Okay. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you for the clarification.
0: You are welcome. So at the time of her disappearance, Dale was 23 years old and she was attending South Carolina University. The night she disappeared, she was attending a U2 concert at Williams-Brice Stadium with approximately like about a dozen of her friends.
1: Okay that's a big group
0: it's a really big group for some bono y'all were really committed i mean it is the 90s so i mean i guess they were real popular but i just can't forgive him ever since he put that one album on my iphone and i couldn't delete it for like six months
1: (laughs) you have to listen to
0: this (laughs) it was terrible and then it like glitched and it was like you would try to play something else and it would automatically start playing their album it was terrible people were (laughs) raging in the streets over this u2 album that's Uh, so funny (laughs) Uh, <laughs> so the concert ended at approximately like 11.15 p.m. Mm-hmm. On September 23rd, 1992. Afterwards, uh, Dale and uh, her friends went to Jungle Gyms, which is a nightclub in the Five Points District.
1: Oh, that sounds fun.
0: I love a good nightclub experience.
1: Well, I just hope they have like a jungle gym.
0: Oh, well, it's gym like James. I know. Oh, OK. OK. I, got I didn't want to get your hopes up.
1: No, but i mean they that's made where your it. mind went that's where my mind went so i hope they had like some sort of swing or slide
0: it's funny because i wrote this and i didn't even correlate that i was like yeah they went to jungle gyms <laughs> like it's a normal place <laughs> i've been there have not
1: we should look it up
0: never even been to south carolina so according to the official police report dinwiddie left the bar around one thirty a.m okay when she left the bar, the front door bouncer recalls that she had a short conversation with him at Jungle Gyms, and he was the last known person to have spoken to her as she left the nightclub. Uh-huh. She then walked towards the Green and Hardin Street intersection, and this is the last time that she was ever seen. So, and I should say, she didn't leave the bar at 1.30. She left at about 1.15 because uh, the official report says they talked for about 15 minutes.
1: The security guard? Yeah. <clears throat> and her? Okay.
0: Yeah. Why? I don't know.
1: Were they friends? It's a mystery.
0: Maybe she frequented oh, Jungle that- Gyms.
1: Yeah.
0: Maybe she liked him. We don't know. So one thing that I thought was particularly interesting about this case was that although her friends thought she left alone, Dale actually left her purse behind at the club. So they thought that she just left on her own and, like, was done with the evening. uh uh-huh. But she left her purse at the bar.
1: Which any woman knows right unless you are like really intoxicated
0: right so if she had intended to leave for the evening why would she leave her personal belongings behind and it's just weird that like i don't know that just makes you think like did she see somebody that she knew so she like went outside really quick and maybe she was telling the bouncer like hey that's my friend like i'm just gonna go say hi really quick or whatever you know what i mean like
1: I mean, she could also be going out for a cigarette or some fresh air.
0: But also, why would you leave your purse just at the bar?
1: With her 12 friends. Right. I would leave my purse with my friends.
0: If they were. uh, Yeah, you're right. So after approximately five hours from the last time she was seen, her father noticed that the lights and the radio were on in her bedroom. And then when he went in to see what was going on, he realized that her bed had never been slept in. Mm. so i'm assuming the radio was probably an alarm clock probably that just was going off um the lights i don't know why the lights would be on
1: maybe she accidentally left it on while she was getting ready and running out the door to
0: true when it, and you're, if you're coming home late at night it's probably like the only light on in the house yeah it was at this was at this point that he's decided to go ahead and call all of dale's friends to see if she had spent the night at one of their homes uh-huh. when all of her friends came back and told her father that they did not know where she was Uh, he made the decision to report her missing at 8 30 a.m
1: so she was missing about seven hours at that point yes
0: so an interesting point here to make is the police actually responded fairly quickly and and believed this instance to be a kidnapping and i say that's interesting because in a lot of the cases that we cover police aren't that quick to respond to missing persons they Either tell them, oh, you have to wait 48 hours before you can report them missing or, you know, whatever the stipulations are, the rules. But Mm -hmm. they accepted like it hadn't even been 24 hours and they're like, yeah, she's missing. (laughs) (laughs) She was kidnapped. Okay. so the Columbia police treated this disappearance as the kidnapping. And they said that this was because everybody that they interviewed about Dale stated that this is very uncharacteristic of her. Yeah, she was characterized as being a very cautious person who did not like to be alone or out on their own once again so then why would she leave the bar alone
1: and leave her purse
0: right it just seems way out of character unless maybe she was with somebody that she knew and nobody else like really saw it you know what i mean like somebody could have followed her out of the nightclub Mm -hmm. and they just didn't correlate it like oh they were together right so the search for dale continued and although they had several leads there was one really major lead that okay. the police acted on. They possibly thought that her disappearance was linked to a serial killer by the name of Ronaldo Javier Ray Rivera. Very long name. <laughs> <laughs> Rivera was a native of Puerto Rico and he was also a resident of Columbia, South Carolina, and he was a student at the University of South Carolina in 1992. The university is located very close to the Five Points district Jungle Gyms is located. To just give you a little bit of background information on on him really quick, Rivera was a Navy pilot with an exemplary Uh, military record and he was convicted of a police officer's murder in 2004 and then sentenced to death plus seven life terms for related crimes as well he killed a total of four women
1: so he was definitely a serial killer yes i think the limits or the threshold is three
0: i think so yeah and it has to be like same ml yeah and all that fun stuff so the main correlation that they had was that ronaldo and dale went to the same college at the same time he lived in that area at the time but that was really it so they could never really link him to her disappearance and he confessed in jail to all four murders in that he had um done in georgia okay. but he never once confessed to having anything to do with dale dinwiddie's disappearance okay. but
1: yeah I mean, why would you confess to other murders and just be like, oh, I'm going to leave this one out?
0: Right. So that kind of fizzled out. I think she definitely fit the bill Uh for like maybe his previous M.O.
1: Or his type.
0: Or his type. Yeah. So that kind of fizzled out, didn't really go anywhere, and they were never able to really connect it with Rivera. Uh In this investigation, the police actually followed up with more than a thousand leads. That they received.
1: That's insane.
0: But what made this truly difficult was the fact that there technically is no crime scene. Yeah. There are very few clues as to where she went after she left the bar, which just makes it that much more difficult to try and canvas such a large area. Uh And you don't know what you're looking for um, in this situation. You don't know if maybe she got in a car or you need to look for eyewitness testimony if she was seen on the street because you don't really know where she went. You know, she went to that intersection. But beyond that.
1: Yeah, and I don't think that they had all these cameras on the lights back then.
0: No, I highly doubt it in 92. Uh Did they have ATM ATM cameras? Have you ever seen that show on Investigation Discovery where they like follow people on the Uh cameras on the street? That shit's crazy. Yeah. Unfortunately, with no new information really coming forward and without a crime scene, this case has gone pretty much cold. Uh Recent speculation suggests that there is an individual who might have a connection to the disappearance of Dale Dinwiddie. However, there is no substantial proof to suggest that this person is actually connected to her disappearance. And I will. So I'm going to preface this with, I am going to go into the speculation here, but I really want to reiterate that there is no foolproof evidence linking this person to the disappearance of Dale Dinwiddie. Okay. So in the fall of 2021, police raided the home of South Carolina state accident fund director, Harry Gregory, and found evidence in connection with an ongoing child sex investigation, and according to his latest victim of lewd conduct, Gregory made a remark to her that she reminded him of Dale Dinwiddie. Uh. So I mean, he could have
1: seen her on the news or something.
0: Yeah. So that's pretty much all they got on that was that this one person said this one thing that kind of made them raise an eyebrow. But they were after they raided his house, they never really found any connection to him and Dale Dinwiddie Uh whatsoever. It could have just been a creepy remark that he made to this individual. Yeah. And that's what it kind of sounds like. But I believe they are still obviously they're not ruling it out. He's definitely a person of interest at this point, but there's no evidence to really suggest that he did anything. Uh-huh. So that that's it. That is Dale Dinwiddie. <laughs> like she <laughs> was just she went to a concert, she was trying to have some fun with her friends. She was a cautious person, didn't like being left alone. For some reason, left a bar alone, left her belongings behind at the bar, which tells me she was going to come back. Yeah. She had every intention of going back to Jungle Gyms. But what happened? We don't know.
1: <laughs> that's so crazy. I mean it's yeah, just disappeared.
0: Cause even if you're drunk out of your mind, you know where your purse is.
1: Yeah, I always have to suck and guess the next morning and be like, did I grab my ID? Yeah. Like, do I have everything? But I think in the moment, I'm always like thinking about it in my mind. Mm-hmm.
0: I can't lose this. Yeah, it's just it's it's frustrating because after Jungle Gyms, there's no timeline of what happened to her, and that's where this case just kind of gets thrown up into the air, right? Because you don't know what to look for you don't know where to look you don't are you looking for an article of clothing on the side of the street are you looking for (laughs) eyewitness testimony like what are what are we looking for here and it sounds like the police department has done a good job of going through all the leads that they get um or that they were receiving about this case Mm -hmm. but unless somebody really comes forward and they're like i did this i can't really see closure being brought to this case
1: right and i'm i'm surprised that no one saw her or like right i mean obviously i don't know what's around jungle gyms Mm -hmm. but she left and was on foot Mm -hmm. there's only so many people or so many like places she could go right
0: and i guess that area in south carolina where jungle gyms is at the time in the 90s was actually a very safe like part of town. Very low crime rate. Mm. Not a lot of stuff happened. It's gone downhill since then. Like now that area kind of has a pretty bad reputation. And it's not just because of this, but it's just crime. The crime rate has increased in that area.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: But it's also, I don't know. That also makes you raise an eyebrow. It's like something weird happened, you know? Yeah. So I, I'm going to close this episode off with just a description of Dale. Okay. Um, so Dale Dinwiddie was a Caucasian female with light brown hair and brown eyes. She has pierced ears, dimples in her face, and had blonde highlights in her hair. One finger on each of her hands is deformed. Hmm. Um, It is slightly curved. So one one of her fingers on each hander, it's slightly curved. She was last seen wearing a long sleeve olive green pullover, a bright blue nylon LL Bean jacket, tied around her waist, faded blue jeans, and was either wearing brown boots or brand-new white Nike sneakers. If you or anybody knows or has any information related to the disappearance of Dale Dale Dinwiddie, you are asked to contact Columbia Police Department at 803-233-8474.
1: Thank you for listening to this episode of Unsolved America. Head on over to Facebook and Instagram and follow us at Unsolved America MVP.
0: And be sure to subscribe to our show on your favorite podcast platform. If you need to contact us, please email MVP at gmail.com and we'll talk to you next week. This has been an MVP podcast by Village Productions.